Well, hello, hello, and hello. <laughs> How are you all today? Are you all Christmased out? I know I am. Oh my goodness. All the excitement is over for another year. So now we are just getting steady back into the pace that we had before all the excitement of Christmas. So, what have you got planned for today? Are you playing with all your new toys? Mm. Well, I am. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? I'm going to read a story and it's got nothing to do with Christmas. We'll just have a normal story today. So, we're going to go and have another adventure with the wishing chair. Wow. So, today we've got chapter 24. Oh, my goodness. And it's called Big Ears the Goblin. So, here goes. One day, when Molly and Peter were playing with Binky in the playroom, they heard footsteps running down the garden. Quick, hide, Binky, there's someone coming, cried Molly. The pixie always hid when anyone was about. He ran to a cupboard and got inside. Peter shut the door just as their mother came into the playroom. Children, she said, I've lost my ring. I must have dropped it in the garden somewhere. Please look for it and see if you can find it. Peter and Molly were upset. They knew that their mother was very fond of her best ring. It was a very pretty one, set with diamonds and rubies. They ran out into the garden and began to hunt. But no matter where they looked, they could see no sign of any ring. Let's go and ask Binky to help, said Molly. So they ran back to the playroom. Binky was sitting reading. They told him how they had hunted for the ring. Oh, I'll soon find if it's in the garden, he said, shutting his book. Is your mother certain she dropped it there? Quite certain, said Peter. How are you going to find out where it is, Binky? You'll see in a minute, said the pixie with a grin. He went to the door of the playroom and looked around. There was no one about. He whistled softly a strange little twittering tune. A freckled thrush flew down to his hand and stood on his outstretched fingers. Listen, freckles, said Binky, there is a ring lost in this garden. Get all the birds together and tell them to hunt for it. Freckles gave a chirrup and flew off. In a few minutes, all the birds in the garden were gathered together in a thick lilac bush. Molly and Peter could hear the thrush singing away, just as if he were telling a story in a song. They knew he must be telling the birds what to do. In a few seconds, every sparrow, starling, thrush, blackbird, robin and finch was hopping about the ground, under bushes and in the beds, under the hedges and over the grass. They pecked here and there, they turned over every leaf and they hunted for that ring as neither Molly nor Peter could possibly have hunted. At last Freckles the thrush came back. He flew down onto Binky's shoulder 
and chirruped a long and pretty song into his ear. Then he flew off. What did he say? asked Molly. He says that your mother's ring is nowhere at all, said Binky. She can't have dropped it in the garden. But she knows she did, said Molly. Well, someone must have found it already then, said Binky. I wonder if any goblin was about last night. They aren't honest if they find any beautiful jewel. Wait, I'll find out. He went to the lawn near the playroom. It was well hidden from the house, so he could not be seen. He drew a ring on the grass in blue chalk. Keep away from this ring, he said to the watching children. When I say the goblin spell, you will see blue flames and smoke come up from the ring if goblins have been this way during the last few hours. Don't go too near. If nothing happens, we shall know that no goblins have been this way. Molly and Peter watched whilst Binky danced slowly around the ring, chanting a string of curious magic-sounding words. Look, look, smoke is coming and blue flames, shrieked Molly excitedly. Oh, Binky, don't go too near. Sure enough, as they watched, the ring began to smoke as if it were on fire and small blue flames flickered all around. Binky stopped singing. He threw a pinch of dust over the ring. Smoke, flames and chalk ring vanished as if they had never been there. Yes, said Binky, a goblin has been here all right. When a blue chalk ring flames like that, it's a sure sign of goblins. Ah, now, I wonder which one it was. I'll just go and ask the fairies at the bottom of the garden. They'll know. He ran off. The children didn't follow, for they knew that Binky didn't like them to see the fairies, who were very shy. He came back running fast, his face red with excitement. Yes, the fairy saw Biggie as the goblin pass by here last night, so he must have found the ring and taken it. They said that he seemed very pleased about something. Oh no, how can we get it back for our mum? asked Molly in despair. We'll get it back all right, don't worry, said Binky. As soon as the wishing chair grows its wings again, we'll go off to old Big Ears. He'll soon give it back. He's a coward. Good, said the children in delight. Oh, won't it be fun to have an adventure again? Where does Big Ears live? Not very far away, said Binky, in Goblin Town. Listen, it's lunchtime, so go in and have your lunch, and I'll see if I can get the wishing chair to grow its wings again. Sometimes a little singing helps. The children ran indoors, bubbling with excitement. What fun if the chair grew its wings that afternoon. After dinner, they ran back to their playroom. Binky met them at the door with a grin. The chair's grown its wings, he said. It's in a great hurry to get away so come on peter and Mal molly ran into the playroom the wishing chair certainly seemed in a great hurry to go its wings were flapping merrily and it was giving little hops about the floor 
<laughs> it thinks it's a bird or something, said Binky, grinning. It will twitter soon. The children sat down on the seat. Binky climbed onto the back. To Goblin Town, he cried. The chair rose into the air and flew out of the door with such a rush that the children were neatly thrown out of their seats. Steady, chair, steady, said Binky. There's not such a dreadful hurry, you know. The chair flew so high in the air that the children were above the clouds and could see nothing below them but the rolling white mist, like a great dazzling snowfield. Where are we now? asked Molly, peering down. Are we getting near Goblin Town? We must be, said Binky, but we shan't know till the chair dives down through the clouds again. Ah, here we go. Down went the chair through the old cold white clouds. The children looked to see if Goblin Town was below. <gasps> Look at those Funny, crooked little houses, cried Molly in delight. Oh, and look at the goblins. Oh, it's a market or something. The chair flew down to a busy marketplace. The goblins crowded round in surprise. Good afternoon, said Binky, getting down from the back of the chair. Can you tell me where Big Ears lives? He lives in the yellow cottage at the foot of the hill, said a little green goblin, pointing. The children carried the chair down the hill, for it had stopped flapping its wings and seemed tired. They came to the yellow cottage and Binky knocked loudly. The door opened. There stood a goblin with yellow eyes and great big pointed ears that stuck above the top of his head. Good morning, Big Ears, said Binky. We have come for that ring you picked up in our garden the other night. W -w -w what r -r ring? stammered the goblin, going pale with fright. I didn't see any ring. Oh, yes, you did, said Binky firmly. And if you don't give it back at once, I'll turn you into a wriggling worm. <gasps> no, 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 cried Big Ears, falling to his feet to his knees don't do that yes i did take the ring but i gave it to the snoogle who lives in that castle over there off to the snoogle then shouted binky and he jumped into the wishing chair the children followed and up went the chair into the air they were off to the snoogle whatever he might be Mm. Never heard of anything called the Snoogle before, have you? What do you think he might be? Snoogle sounds a bit snaky. Do you think he's a big snake? Mm. Tomorrow, though, because that's the end of the chapter. So, tomorrow we'll find out who or what the Snoogle is, won't we? Um. So, why don't you join me then? Yeah? You have an amazing, amazing, amazing Boxing Day and just come back and be good, take care and stay safe. 
and I will say goodbye for now and I will see you tomorrow. So bye for now.